0: Hello everyone and welcome to another recap race analysis here on the Cycling Dane extra channel or if you're listening on the Cycling Dane podcast and as always I'm joined by Mr. Greg himself Ewan Wilson and today was another sprint in Bordeaux and Ewan what exactly happened on the stage today? Well today's stage was a flat
1: affair, one of the flattest stages of this year's Tour de France as the riders made their way from Montmarzon in the Lens Departement up to Bordeaux, wine city, uh, one of France's most visited tourist sort of cities and Uh, former home of Montesquieu and Francisco Goya. Wow. Nevertheless, there was a breakaway at the beginning of the stage. It included Simon Guglielmi for most of the day. However, he was soon joined after the intermediate sprint by Pierre Latour and Nos Petels. They lasted until, surprisingly, five kilometers to go. Pierre Latour, who was the last taken in by the peloton. In the peloton, it was a very hectic finale with a lot of roundabouts and corners to negotiate, uh, particularly this uh, sort of set of corners across a bridge in Bordeaux city centre with 3k to go. Leading a first through that bridge was Albertson de Koenig and from that point there was only really going to be one outcome after what's been a dominant lead-out performance already in this Tour de France and we got that outcome. Jonas Ricketts, Van der Poel, de Paul, Söder and Chris Anderson did a brilliant job leading out Jasper de Philips, who opened with 300 meters to go. He was challenged by Mark Cavendish, who may be who went a little bit too early. Biniam Grumai as well was in the frame, but sort of shouldered out by Jasper Phillips, so we'll come back onto that one as well. Jasper winning a third sprint stage in a row. It's rare that we see riders win three sprint stages out of three. It, it's a huge effort. He seems surprised, but he's a humble, modest character. He's going to seem like the villain for, for blocking the, record, the, the record-breaking uh, attempts from Mark Cavendish and also from Binyam Grumai for different reasons. But Phillips, I think... Albus corner didn't put a foot wrong. Once again, sort of looked around. And then at 3K to go exactly when we said they needed to be at the front across that bridge, they were there. And, you know, it's hard to beat them at that kind of position.
0: Well, we could get on to the incident uh, that's in the thumbnail, but we'll wait a bit with that for the time being. That's the next section. But focusing on Jasper Philipson and that incredible victory here uh three stages as you said out of three sprint opportunities it's incredible and uh, yeah where do they go from here are they are they just going to be the sprinting force and he's going to end up with five six seven eight wins here of this year's tour of france and the green jersey on top of it
1: so we've had three sprint days out of a possible eight that's quite a lot some might go to the breakaway some might go different riders but i mean it's looking like he might get maybe five stage wins Tomorrow um, could suit him again in Limoges. I know there are other riders as well who could contest that, like Wilds and Binny. but it's a slight sort of false flat finale, which I think Phillips has came second in a false flat finale last year in Caen and Paris, Champs-Élysées, is actually quite a tough finish as well. So you've got to say it's it's looking like he's definitely going to be winning more stages of this race, probably as well in Paris, if he hangs on and wins that green jersey. He's He hasn't been sort of the last rider in terms of the mountains, that's been more Jakobsen and Cavendish who've been struggling over the mountains more than Jasper Philipsen. So I would say Philipsen sort of nailed on for that green jersey right now. Alberson de Kernick are in a great position. Their lead-out train is brilliant. With that Jonas Rickert, Van der Poel, and Philipsen trio in the final kilometre, it seems unbeatable. Soudal have been looking weak. They've been the unbeatable lead-out of years gone by, but Alperson here have just been fantastic, and it's going to be tough for other teams to come close, unless maybe... One of those cogs falls off in terms of Van der Poel pulls out. Maybe Rickett pulls out. It's going to make it more difficult for the team. But I just think Phillips has it on him. He managed last year without Van der Poel. I would probably suggest more wins to come. If not Limoges, then we have Moulin later on in this race. We have the Bournemouth sprint stage to come. And then Paris on Champs elysee It's going to be tough to beat him.
0: Well, now coming to the moment of the stage that I'm pretty sure most of you are interested in, in terms of this. Well, it looked like Binny had kind of lost his lead-out man of Andrea Petit uh, towards the finish. But then we kind of see Jasper Philipsen looking around and he could see Binny kind of on the wheel of Mark Cavendish. And it, then it seemed like Jasper Philipsen pushed him off Mark Cavendish's wheel and I mean, Ewan, yeah, quite a. Well, Binny's already been a victim of the ups and train, and. Matrimandipal was relegated subsequently but yeah how do you see this this incident
1: okay so watching it back now you you can kind of see that uh, Binim Grimai is trying to jump onto Mark Cavendish's wheel who sort of sprints around Cavendish at great speed he went a little bit too early but Binim Grimai is trying to jump onto that wheel but as is yes by Phillips, Philipsa comes from sort of further left to jump onto the wheel taking the line there Binim Grimai wasn't fully invested at that point and then Cavendish moves closer to the barriers, everyone else has to react. That's where Binyam Grimai sort of has that sort of shoulder incident, where he has to slow down for a little bit, which is frustrating, he loses a lot of momentum there. Once he gets back to full speed, you can see Binyam Grimai probably could have won today's stage. He had the legs there, he actually beats Phillips it needs to be sprint in Cain halfway through this stage, and the legs are there, which is what we were missing over the first couple stages. I think the lead out was a little bit more put together, in terms of Adrien Petit and Turnison Turnesson finished inside top 15 today. Uh, they did a better job of sort of putting Bini Mgromay up there in the finale. And just the confidence in himself building into this race. It's a bit like last year at the Giro. We saw him sort of building into that race. He was even confident enough to go find the pole in a breakaway in Naples last year. And then it all fell into place in the Ezi on stage 10. Tomorrow, stage in Limoges would really suit Bini Mgromay. And with those legs that he looks like he's gaining, especially given that he's probably one of the fresher guys out of the mountains he's not struggling getting over these pyrenean climbs he's looking good but in response to, to the thumbnail image and and the question of deviation i don't quite know i don't quite know if it's, if it's a deviation offense but it's huge sort of bad luck for binham girmai to be in that position
0: yeah i'm pretty sure everyone in the comments is either going to be for philipson or for Bini in terms of this incident and i mean relegating uh uh, stage winner is obviously a huge call here, but again, it's kind of like Benny infringed at some point as well here. So yeah, it feels a shame, but yeah, we'll we'll wait and see if he can take the stage tomorrow. We're all kind of in the Benny court for that, but um, yeah, you and
1: like in-, in in terms of sort of the sort of how dramatic the deviation needs to be, I think with the Wout Von Art incident the other day, yes, the the court, the, the finishes on on a, on a curves that made it look it was harder to tell but I think that was probably a more dangerous move than this was yeah yeah it, I, agree. I think I think it was just the fact that they're both diving for Cavendish's wheel who was already close to the barriers one man won that it was Jasper Phillips and Bidim Grumai was edged out and he he loses th- that fight I think he's just a victim of the circumstances of that moment it's a real shame
0: kind of part of the sprinting game and um, yeah I think it's it's just a shame yeah it's true And uh, yeah, Mark Cavendish probably was the reason why this was happening in the first place. Speaking of Mark Cavendish, Jasper Philipson, the history denier here. Yeah, I don't know if this is Mark Cavendish not having faith in him being quicker than Jasper Philipson, or he was just trying to catch Jasper Philipson off guard because he knows that Philipson is probably the quicker man here.
1: Maybe, but I think Cavendish just had to go early and he saw the opening there on the right-hand side of the road and went for it early. Uh, He had the legs, to, to, to go for the win he just opened up far far too soon so i mean similarly like like Binny's gonna build on the confidence i don't think his day is gonna to come tomorrow but if he makes it through puy de dom stage which he will then there's a brilliant chance on stage 11 to moulin that would really suit mark cavendish but second place still it's it's a huge sort of
0: huge feat for him when you think about the giro d'italia where we're kind of like very sad about like seeing him decline and here now he's mixing it with the best sprinters, beating the best sprinters. But,
1: but at the Giro, he was also building throughout that race, he was getting closer and closer. I I, I,
0: think, I think he looked worse at the Giro, but, but he was building. Uh, but in terms of Dylan Hoeneweg and Ewan, uh, we spoke about this on the live commentary stream. Yeah, a man who somewhat took a few stages in the Tour of Slovenia, but he's just not looking great here, Dino Ronavigan. Kind of, he used to be the world beater, but now not quite.
1: I don't quite know what's happening here. Yeah, he's missed out once again. Today was his best finish, actually, out of all the sprint finales in this Tour de France. I think it says a lot that he still felt vapid. Uh, Today, Jacob Alula. I don't know that they, they they are there often at the front of affairs, but they're not getting much out of this Tour de France right now from Dylan Hunevich. I don't even know if he will be, he will win a stage at this Tour de France, to be honest. Um, similarly underwhelming in top 10 maz peyerson of lidl trek uh, missing the mark once again in a lower rank of top 10 uh bora hansgrohe with a lower rank top 10 in the sprints once again that's probably where they should be in terms of we would expect them to come but yeah a number of guys who i think just really should be getting higher up in these rankings
0: equally yeah fabio akobis outside the top 10 as well but uh, we all know he had a quite a dramatic crash so uh
1: and also, can I throw in the name of Sam Wellsford? No top 10 yet in this Tour de France.
0: And there was no roundabouts. Well, there were actually quite a few roundabouts, but he went the right way this time, we think. But yeah, in terms of yellow jersey, uh, Jonas goal, keeps it for another day. And uh, I mean, Ewan, is there any team really that are going to be a bit disappointed about this? Uno X, well, we've already mentioned a few teams, but Uno X getting a top 10 with Christophe. They can't be too sad about that. But yeah, Caleb Ewan... Equally,
1: yeah, I mean, he, he could be frustrated. He's been building up momentum, and he was um 45th place today behind Mika Landa. So maybe he just sort of missed something in that finale, maybe something happened. Uh, but I think we should reflect on the green jersey competition because. Yes, but phillipson has a 90 point lead in that classification right now 90 points is a huge margin in that contest and i reckon he's going to be
0: taking it all the way to paris yeah i think you're right and uh, anyways with that that's basically it for recap race analysis here on the cycling dane extra channel or if you're listening to us on the cycling dane podcast and make sure to hit the like button subscribe to the channel here as well And let us know down in the comments what you think, well, what you think should have happened in today's stage or what you thought of the stage. And uh, why not join us over on the live commentary stream and make sure to check out the preview of tomorrow's stage as well here on the Cycling Day and Extra channel. But with that, thank you very much for watching. And of course, as always, we will see you around.